When was the last time you took time for yourself? When was the last time you were just still and quiet? Or here's a crazy question. When was the last time you put your needs at the top of the to-do list? If you're like most women, including me, you get stuck in go, go, go hustle mode. And a lot of life becomes just getting through the day or getting through the week. And all of a sudden you realize you're tired, you're burned out, you're stretched thin. And this isn't the joyful, abundant, radiant life you dreamed of. And you know you want things different, but you just can't find the time. That's what we're talking about in today's episode. My guest today literally wrote the book on Radical Radiance, sharing 12 weeks of self-care rituals to help you manifest the abundance, beauty, and joy that you've always dreamed of and that you deserve. And I can't wait for you to meet Angela Gia Kim. So let's get started. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School, the podcast that gives real lifestyle advice to real life women. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary. I'm a wardrobe stylist who's been dressing everyday women for over 20 years. And I'm the founder of Everyday Style, where we're on a mission to inspire women to love the way they look and give you the tools to make getting dressed easy every day. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. Thank you for hanging out with me again today, my friend. Today's episode is the first in our summer interview series. I've decided to give other experts the proverbial lectern so you can learn from their wisdom. We've got a bunch of really interesting interviews lined up that I hope that you're going to love. The big reason that we're doing this and taking a bit of a break from style is that I believe style doesn't start or stop with clothes. Clothes aren't the point for me. You've probably heard me say that before. The point is to be well-dressed for that big, rich, full life that you want to live. But don't worry, we'll never be far from clothes. I've got you covered, and I'm really looking forward to bringing you some fabulous experts all summer long, and I hope you get so much out of it. Before we talk about today's though, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that the Summer Capsule Wardrobe Guide is out and you can only get it in the style circle. We have lowered the quarterly cost of the membership, so now you can get everything that we offer for the same price that the Capsule Guide used to be. So you used to get just the guide and the database. Now you get the guide, the database, the community, the calendars, all five of our masterclasses, Q&As with me. You get a ton of stuff. For the same price. So head to the show notes, grab your guide, get in the style circle, join the Facebook group and start building a fabulous summer wardrobe. And I cannot wait to meet you in our community. Let's talk about today's episode with skincare and self-care expert, Angela Gia Kim. A friend of mine reached out and said, hey, I'm working with a skincare line founder. You should have her on your show. I checked her Instagram. I thought, well, I like talking about skincare. I bet my audience would like to hear about skincare. So let's do this. After we got her scheduled, a box, a very beautiful box, appeared on my doorstep. And in it were a few amazing products from Angela's skincare line, Savor Beauty, as well as her book and her beauty planner. I absolutely loved the skincare. I'm obsessed with the pumpkin serum that she sent me. And I dove into her book. When I was reading it, what I discovered is that Angela's mission 
and her message goes way beyond skincare and really focuses on self-care and self-love. Taking care of your skin is just the first step. Now, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you might have discovered that I'm a pretty practical person. I like checklists. I like actionable advice. I always want you to walk away from the show with something you can do right now. And more than anything, I love getting things done. I love seeing forward progress. I am a doer. I am, by nature, not a person who just sits still with my thoughts. Oh, good Lord, that sounds just terrible. Absolutely awful. As I was reading Angela's book, and she's talking about self-love rituals, my practical mind went automatically to, I don't have time for that. I've got laundry to do and emails to send and kids to drive around. This stuff is for someone with more time on their hands. So I went into the interview with an open mind, but I was determined to be myself. And what I really wanted to know is, how does this apply to women who are not naturally wired for radical radiance or who feel they don't have time for daily or even weekly self-love rituals? I can't tell you how much I enjoyed my conversation with Angela, and I just love how she brought her mission of self-care and self-love to my practical spirit and shared ways that we could find some of that peace and joy we all crave, even in the middle of our busy lives, without taking hours to do something that might feel good to us, but you know, the whole time you're like, oh, I got to get back to the laundry. I got to get back to the laundry. No, she made it apply to the way that we really live, and I just, I loved it. After we talked, I went back and read her book again. This time, I focused not on what I didn't have time to do or what seemed too out there for my practical self, but instead I focused on what could I do? How could I bring some of these concepts to my slightly analytical way of being? And you know what? I'm doing things differently. I've added a lot of this stuff in. And it started just by slowing down when I wash my face. Who knew self-care could be that simple? So I'm really excited to share our conversation. But before I do, let's meet today's guest. Angela Gia Kim is the founder of Savor Beauty, a natural skincare and facial spa brand inspired by Korean beauty and self-love rituals. She's a former international classical concert pianist who became an accidental entrepreneur after creating a skincare line in her kitchen. She's also the author of Radical Radiance, 12 Weeks of Self-Love Rituals, and the creator of the Savor Beauty Self-Care Planner. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the Everyday Style School. Thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. I am really excited for our conversation, and your background is so interesting, how you got to where you are. So can you just share a little bit about your path and uh, your, your career has taken many twists and turns, so to speak. So take us through that a little bit. Well, I was a concert pianist, a touring concert pianist. And then one day before walking out on stage, I put on this quote, natural lotion all over my body and started breaking out into these humiliating hives in front of hundreds of people. And I was shocked after I got off the stage to take a look at what was this, what's in this natural formula that's making me react so badly. Um, And I've always had very sensitive skin, but this was particularly embarrassing. I was really surprised to see how many chemicals were in this so-called natural formula. 
So just for fun, I went back to New York City and I just thought, well, what if I tried to make my own lotion and potion in this kitchen of mine and make it as natural and as anti-aging as possible for me and my mom? It was just supposed to be a little hobby. And about a thousand formulas later, I came out with this cream and, you know, I'd had a lot of friends give me feedback, but by then I think I had formulated one of our best sellers today. It's the truffle face cream. It was like the perfect cream. I had a lot of feedback from friends saying it was so soothing for their skin. It was hydrating. It was moisturizing. And could they buy some for their friends, for their moms? And I became the accidental entrepreneur from then. So let's back up for a second, because if I said, oh, I'm just going to make some face cream in my kitchen, I would have no idea where to start. Yeah. So how did you read books? Did you, did you hit up YouTube? Like how would one even <laughs> begin to do that? Well, I read books. I went to the public library, believe it or not. You know, I don't know back then about a decade ago, I wasn't using Google as much as we do today. Um, I was doing a lot of research and at first it just started with my kitchen pantry stuff, just like baking. So I was just like, let me put some olive oil. Oh, that doesn't feel good. What if I mixed a little bit coconut oil in here? Hmm. That still feels too greasy. All right. Let me start again. Next morning, coconut. Oh, I love the smell of coconut. What if I added a little bit of, well, I have to buy that lavender essential oil. Okay. Two drops. That's nice. Now let me mix it with some water. And then two weeks later, oh, there's mold here. Why? And doing research. Oh, oil and water. They don't go so well together. You've got to use a preservative. I don't want to use a preservative. So what should I do instead? Let's. And it just really literally was like every day, a brand new discovery. I was like in the lab of my kitchen and learning all of these new recipes that I was making. Did you have any really bad Oh, that burns or, oh no, you know, were there, were there any mishaps you can share with us? Oh, so many mishaps. I mean, there were goopy formulas that didn't quite work. You know, I started to get into like using emulsifying wax because that was going to bind the water and the oils together. And then, oh, that's just so thick and goopy, gross. Okay. What do I need to do to add a smoothing agent in there? And I think by about, you know, formula 600, I um, actually had befriended a chemist, a holistic chemist who felt bad for me probably. So she said, I'll take a look at your, your formulas and help you. And so she definitely helped me to tweak it, make it pH balance and all of that. So thank goodness for her guidance. Yeah. I guess, you know, hindsight, like start with making friends with an organic (laughs) chemist, right? That makes sense. But uh, that is so fascinating to me because again, I just would have no idea where to start, but Also with baking, I have no idea where to start. So I'm probably not the right person for that. (laughs) Well, I was really into baking. So maybe that gave me a leg up, you know, but, um, you know, today we have two award-winning spas in Manhattan and we have a, you know, international customer base and I've built it to a business with, um, now we have around 30 employees. So I think, the most important thing is to start with passion. Now I know better. I hire chemists from the get-go. Right. <laughs> we have a little bit more funds to play with. Because back then, you know, Jennifer, I was putting everything on my credit cards. Yep. I didn't have a lot of money back then, so I had to bootstrap it and do it a thousand times to get it right. Now we work with a holistic chemist and, you know, we've got a team of people. But when you start out a business, I always say passion is your paycheck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
And um, you've got to start somewhere. But if you keep trying, hopefully my story is inspirational. If you keep trying and you keep pouring passion in, don't give up. Baby steps. It's a game of inches. You'll get somewhere eventually. That is such good advice. And I think we every business owner could look back at their beginning and go, oh, that's the one thing I would have done different, or I would have started here. Oh, I made that mistake. Hindsight is always twenty twenty. but you're right. You just sometimes, you got to just start and mess up a lot, but keep going. So I yeah. love that. So let's talk about Savor Beauty for a minute. It's Korean beauty, correct? Yes. All right. Yes. I think that is an intimidating term for a lot of women. I was actually talking to my sister and she said, isn't that like a hundred steps? So can you break down exactly what Korean beauty is and how it differs from the products or the routines that we're used to? Okay. So Savor Beauty is natural skincare inspired by Korean beauty rituals. Okay, It's really uh, made for the American minimalist woman, right? Okay. Because Korean beauty, you are a hundred percent right, Jennifer. It's very intimidating. Yes. Not quite a hundred steps, but I grew up with my mom and my, my aunts watching them. My mom is Korean, obviously, um, you know, watching them put on all these products, massage their faces for up to an hour. My mom was so diligent to wash her face, put toner on her face, make it glistening and glowing. Um, so that's something that I grew up with. And I wanted to bring in Korean beauty rituals, but not make it as intimidating. So what I mean by that is a lot of women think that washing your face is a chore at night. Do you, do you enjoy it or do you view it as a chore as well? You know, sometimes I enjoy it when I'm in the right mindset, I enjoy it. And I notice that like, if I go upstairs and I change into pajamas earlier, I enjoy it. Oh. But when I'm hanging out on the couch with my husband, we're watching something, maybe I fall asleep and then I go upstairs, then it's a chore. Yes. Okay. So you, you said something very wise right now. What you're, what you're saying is you carved out time for it right before you put on your pajamas. And in fact, I, um, I have a book called Radical Radiance, 12 Weeks of Self-Love Rituals. Mm -hmm. And something that I suggest is do it before dinner. Oh, so wash your face before dinner. And if you know, you're not going out, right. And you'll enjoy it so much more. It's, it's taking just one minute of a non-negotiable me time. I always say washing your fa face is, is cleansing your skin and your soul because you're getting ready to take out all of the toxins from your pores and sweeping away the impurities for clean, clear, glowing skin. But also you can use it as a symbolic I matter to moment mm -hmm. and that you, you're cleansing your soul before you go to bed. You're, you don't want to go to bed with the toxins. You don't want to go to bed thinking, I should do this. I need to do this. Oh, the laundry has to get done. Oh, I have to pay this bill. Oh, I have to um, take care of my kids. You know, how many of us go to bed with that? Oh, sure. Yeah. So you want to go to bed, not with that in your ether. Mm, you know, that's really classic. And it's so you cleanse your skin and your soul. It's very symbolic. That's fantastic advice. We're going to talk about your radical radiance and your, your approach to self-care in just a little bit, but I want to stick on skincare for just a minute. I love that you said it's made for minimalists, right? Yes. If you are a skincare minimalist, are there products that every woman should be using or a routine that everyone should be using if they don't want to add a ton of stuff? Like what are the few things that no woman should be going without? 
Okay. Well, I just talked about cleansing your face. I think cleansing is the most important thing because when your pores are clean, you're not going to bed with dirt and debris on your face and free radicals. What they're doing is they're breaking down your collagen and elastin while you sleep, which causes premature aging, dehydration lines. And also if you have acneic or acne prone skin, your sweat and sebum are having a good old party when you sleep inside of your pores, and then you'll wake up with unnecessary breakouts. So I think cleansing, you know, at Saver Beauty, we have um, a double cleanse kit where it's the coconut jasmine pre-cleanse oil, and then we have a jasmine milk or pearl cleansing cream. And to me, that is such a beautiful nightly ritual where it's a sensorial aromatic experience. So cleansing your face, that's the first thing. I also think that the next, if I were just to choose two things that are important, I would say layer your skin with moisture love. And what I mean by that is, you know, I like to put a serum on and then a face cream on, but if all you can do is put on a face cream, that's so important because you are layering love onto your skin. Your moisture is what's going to keep your skin, your skin plump and um, hydrated and dewy. So I think the two of them together are really important, a clean face and a well-moisturized face. Love it. Okay, so you were kind enough to send me a couple of products. You sent me the uh, the lavender toner, which I just love the smell of that so much, oh, and the pumpkin seed serum. Yes, oh, I love that. I love. I just love how it makes my face feel so smooth. And the bottle actually says use one pump. And it took me a while not to be overusing product. Yes, and you really realize like you can pat that in. You don't need to be using so much stuff. And now I've trained myself to to right size my, my products. Okay. I love that you just said that because I view Saver Beauty as a concentrate line because we don't, uh, it's made here in New York by women and we don't put any fillers, right? Remember I told you the story of Mm -hmm. the concert pianist days when I went on stage and I broke out and I saw all of these ingredients, 55 ingredients, most of which were chemical fillers. So we don't use any fillers whatsoever. So it's a concentrate line. So you actually only need even half a pump. And then what I like to do, and I hope you will do this tomorrow, Jennifer, when you wake up, there's a morning mist ritual that I love doing. I wake up, I take just one pump of the pumpkin serum. I missed my hand, two, three spritzes of the lavender. And so the pumpkin has zinc, so it helps with hyperpigmentation and it's deeply nourishing. The lavender is soothing, but it also cleans out your pores. So you're getting a nice detoxed hydration. And then mix it up in your hands, warm it up in your hands, and then massage it onto your face. And you'll just have this gorgeous, gorgeous glow. Huh. I'm definitely doing that tomorrow morning. And I like anything that like saves you a step. Do you drink coffee? No. Well, very infrequently. I used to be a coffee lover. And then one day I looked at coffee. And I'm like, nope, don't want it. And haven't had a taste for it since. Okay. Really well, if you drink coffee, I like to do it with my morning coffee. If you drink tea or just even water, you can do it as, you know, as a wake up ritual just to, so that your pores and your body can drink up the goodness. Love it. I thought you were going to say, cut out caffeine. It's terrible for your skin. Uh, (laughs) You're encouraging it. I love it. I I love it. I love my coffee. So before we move on from your skincare line, the one thing I want to share that I love is that your products are numbered. 
Mm. Like if you're a skincare idiot who's like, I don't know what to do first, like me, because it's always like, do I put on my eye cream or then this or then that? And we all want to do it right. I love that your products are numbered. Well, so listen, I um, thank you so much for saying that. I feel like you are asking all the right questions. You know, at Saver Spa, um, we have two in Manhattan. I used to get a lot of clients who would walk in and they'd say exactly what you said. This is so overwhelming. Yeah. Skincare is so overwhelming for me. When do I put on my face cream? Do I do it before the serum or after serum? And when do I put on my eye cream, Angela? So I used to take their products and I would literally take a Sharpie and I would go one, two, three, four. And then one of my friends is the Vogue Art creative director. Oh, fun. And so he was redesigning all of our products and he said, you know, why don't we just put the numbers on to the products itself, onto the labels? Because it's not very elegant for you to have to write the numbers. I was like, no, I can't do that. We have way too many customers now. Like, so let's just put it on so people know that you first cleanse your face, then you put on the toner, then you put on the serum. And then step four, you put on your face cream. Step five, the eye cream. Love it. So Love it. It's just minimalist beauty made simple. Love that. So in addition to Savor Beauty, you wrote a book. It's called Radical Radiance. And you also have a self-care planner, both of which you were so kind to send me. So thank you. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun going through them. Good. One thing I found, though, is that women find self-care to be stressful. Another thing on our to-do list, and you kind of mentioned like you don't want to go to bed thinking about your to-do list, to-do list, to-do list. Yes. But I know a lot of women who also feel bad because they didn't check off the self-care box. Mm. So how can we shift that mindset a little bit to either prioritize it or not find self-care stressful? Because that sort of defeats the purpose. I yeah, think. you're so right. Well, I think, first of all, why don't we prioritize pleasure in our mm. lives? So I think when we realize that pleasure is actually um, very enjoyable, we start to, and we start giving ourselves that moment to savor, we are drawn to it and then we want it and we desire it in our lives. And also we women, we're wired to care for others first, mm -hmm. but when we realize that when we give from a cup that overflows, we are much better mothers. We're much better partners, sp significant others, spouses. Um, once we realize that, I think prioritizing pleasure becomes so much, it's something we want to do, not something that we have to do. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I do. I do. And I think every woman has heard and has given herself the put your own oxygen mask on first speech. Mm -hmm. And I know if I'm on a plane and those masks drop down, I'm saving my kids first, right? Like, I think that's the instinct of every mom. So I yeah. wonder if there's something like we have to tap into even deeper or even mm -hmm. like maybe for a while, self-care has to feel like a thing on your to-do list until, be, until it becomes a habit. Well, and I think you're bringing up a very good point. I think we've neglected ourselves. In fact, I would call it self-neglect. Oh yeah, for sure. I want to help women to prevent from getting down to rock bottom, which is what happened to me, where I was totally burnt out. I just was like not in a good space mentally or physically. And I think a lot of women sometimes have to unfortunately get to rock bottom to start going up. But why do we have to get to rock bottom? 
And and so I think you bring up a good point. We've just come to the place where we've neglected ourselves so regularly that it's just a habit. And so if you wake up and you just do like morning mist, what I just taught you, that's a, that's a, that's 30 seconds. What if we didn't have to make self-care an hour long and it could just be small rechargeable minutes, moments. And it's not, it just, once you start plugging in what I call little radiance rituals, Mm -hmm. They can be a minute all the way to a whole day, whatever you have time for, whatever you desire, it becomes a ritual. That's why I like to call it a ritual because now it's not just a routine or a thing you have to do. It becomes a, (sighs) and it's a ritual that makes you present for one minute. And I promise you that you will become so addicted to that minute you will crave another minute. And then it's not something you have to do. It's something you want to do and you will do for yourselves. But it starts with just one minute. I love that approach because I think a lot of our listeners lean toward the practical. I know a lot of our listeners are moms like in the thick of it. And what I have learned, and I I think you have, do you have a teenage daughter as well? Yeah, she's 13 years old. I find that the little kid years were hard for one, like the constant care, right? The constant neediness, but the teenage years are the constant running, right? The getting everyone to hear there. Like for me, they're so much busier. And I think a lot of our listeners are in that phase as well. I think a lot of us lean toward the practical, right? Like I just got to get it done. I got to get it checked off. And the thought of a 60 minute ritual just seems daunting and overwhelming, or even if it seems like a good idea, that's going to be the first thing that that goes when your kid's like, oh, I forgot to mention, I have this project due tomorrow, and now we have to go to Target or whatever it is. So what are some things, what are some good, like quick rituals that we can do? Let's just talk about that multitasking mom, because that's what I am, you are, and your listeners are, and we can all relate with one another. So when you're washing dishes, why not get out the best bubbles possible, right? And make it enjoyable or just add a little bit of a life upgrade and get an essential oil. So when you're doing the dishes, I love essential oils. I love good smells because they're aromatic and aromatherapy can really ground you. Think about chocolate chip cookies or even when you walk past past a subway store, a, a restaurant, what do you call those? Subway stores, sure. you smell the bread, right? It's like, it's just, oh, it grabs you and makes you present. So why not get a a little upgrade of a better dish soap to use for your hands and then maybe put a really nice lotion there so that when, after you're done doing the dishes, you just give yourself a little bit of lotion because whose hand is not dry after you wash the dishes, right? And it smells good. And then just taking a moment to smell um, your, your hands and getting present, that breath, matters, right? For a busy mom or you're vacuuming. Maybe you put on headphones and you listen to pleasurable music or you turn on music and you dance while you, you vacuum. Or when you're vacuuming, you get into a meditative state. I know a lot of people say, oh my God, I hate vacuuming. You know, I actually enjoy it because no one can bother me. It's loud and noisy and it's just like five minutes to myself, right? So I think it's just taking the normal mundane daily tasks and elevating it with something that's a little bit more of a meditative 
moment, right? Some something that smells good, some th- th- good music, or a shower. You could light a candle. You could upgrade to a nicer sugar scrub or something, as something that smells really good, and then just give yourself a little bit more uh, time to do a good sugar scrub. So your your body feels a little softer, and you feel a little bit more feminine right? Yeah. These small things that you can do. I, I talked about the morning mist or washing your face. You're doing it anyway. Upgrade to something that smells really beautiful, makes you feel beautiful. And you're going to do it anyway. Why not make it enjoyable? I absolutely love that. I love that because you're right. These are things you got to do the dishes. You got to shower yeah. Stop buying the Costco body wash, <laughs> you know, even though it comes in two super huge convenient things. And Buy something that smells nice and makes, yeah, makes, you, and makes you feel really good. Or, you know, this morning, my daughter, she can take the subway now, but she was like, mommy, can you take me to school? And I felt really guilty. So I said, okay, but we're listening to my music. Mm. <laughs> Is that a deal? And so then, cause you know, she wants to listen to, her, listen to her stuff and I, whenever she's in the car, but this time I was like, I'll make you a deal. I'll, I'll drive you, but we're listening to mama's stuff. She's like, oh, okay. So it was more enjoyable for me, you know? Yeah. So make a little elbow yourself in there a little bit. Maybe it's, it's time for us to be like, okay, well I matter too. And yeah. actually to me, I think that's a very important lesson to teach our children, both girls and boys that yeah. mom yeah. is taking care of herself so she can take care of others as well. Well, and that mom is a whole person. Oh, definitely. Mom is an entire person that exists outside of you. She had a life. She was really cute before you. I mean, like, you're a whole person. You get to act like a whole person. And you know, it's funny. Every time I do one of those little upgrades, when I when you buy the hand soap and you're like, oh, I have no business buying expensive hand soap when I can just go to Bath and Body Works or whatever. But every time I do it, I'm like, oh, that is so nice. And I wonder why I don't do those things more. And actually... I just overhauled my laundry room, all the products that I use on laundry. I'm a big fan right now of Pat, of Patrick Richardson, the laundry guy, the laundry evangelist, uh, trying to get him on the show. So Patrick, come, come on. <laughs> but it feels nice to do laundry. I'm not using any anything with you know fake scents or anything like that. I'm putting essential oils on dryer balls, wool dryer balls that actually look like penguins and make me smile every single time. Like laundry doesn't have to be this terrible, terrible chore. And yes, I'm still throwing in clothes. I'm still having to fold them. It's, it didn't make it like easier, but it doesn't have to suck so bad. Yes. And, And it's those things that you're saying about elbowing yourself in there a little bit and upgrading your everyday stuff. I love that. So if you can't start with an hour long ritual, Find those minutes. Make that mundane minute into some, a moment that matters. I love that. I love that. So in your your book, it outlines 12 weeks of rituals mm-hmm. to manifest abundance, beauty, joy, all that wonderful stuff. You start with skincare. Yes. Why do we start with skincare? Other than that you have a skincare company, but tell us <laughs> all why we should start because- with skincare. My mom always used to say to me something very intriguing, but now I understand its significance. She used to say, Angie, treat your skin like the most expensive silk on earth. And if you think about it, it's a beautiful adage for treat yourself like the most expensive silk Mm. on earth, right? How many times do we disregard ourselves, disrespect, 
um, you know, disown who we really are and just kind of throw ourselves onto a couch, like a crumpled piece of cheap silk. Right. Whereas if you learn, you know, that's how I learned how to treat myself well was through my skin. I was like, let me not just scrub my face at night just to get the chore of washing my face done. Let me use this beautiful coconut jasmine. Let me use a pearl cleansing cream and let me put some love into my fingers onto my face and not rip it and not treat it with um, harsh scrubs. Let me just be gentle. Let me take time. Let me smell the aromas. Let me enjoy this moment. And that was a that really was opening for me to treating myself. Like, what do I want in life? What do I want separate from my family? What what is it that I need? Do I need more space? Do I need to breathe more? Do I need to learn who I am now? Because I've changed. Wouldn't you say a lot of women when they have kids, they're not the same person when their kid turns ten no. or twelve. That's a no. whole decade. Without a doubt. One thing I talk about a lot is that we enter that the the baby years and the baby years are just sort of a time of sacrifice, right? Mm -hmm. If you're nursing, what you wear is determined by like, what can you breastfeed in? All of those things. What can you get spit up on? What is easy and, and, and comfortable and all those things. And then there's the little kid years where you have to wear clothes that you are sitting on the floor in and you don't want to give anybody a show. But often we don't reevaluate where we are. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a lot of clients and they would say, oh, it has to be machine wash, tumble dry. And I would say, why? Oh, because my kids are, you know, I have to sit on the floor. And I'm like, but your kids are 12. (laughs) So you're not sitting in there like, wait, I'm not sitting on the floor anymore. And I think, yeah, you do come out of those years, a different person, a decade older. Everything has changed. Your style has probably changed. Your priorities may have changed but you're not stuck in that constancy of parenting anymore. You have a little bit more breathing room. And I think we just have to realize that we have a little bit more breathing room. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, maybe you're, I'm in the car all the time driving kids places. It's what I do. But I'm not making sure everyone's food is cut. I'm not making sure no one's choking on a grape. I'm not having to fill sippy cups all day. It's just a different, I do have a little bit more space for myself. And I think women always have to be reevaluating what they have time and space for, because they might be surprised. Right, right, exactly. You, I think you said it beautifully. You evolve and your kids grow and you don't realize who you are anymore. Yeah. You know, so, so that's why I said start with the skin, because I think how we treat our skin is how we treat our souls. And if we can learn the lesson on something that's visible, we can then apply the lessons to the inner being that's not visible, that's invisible. So, you know, our skin needs detox, needs nourishments, needs love, needs cleansing, as do our souls. Our our inner beings also need to be cleansed. Our energy needs to be cleansed, right? So we do need to move. We need to do some breathing and meditation and yoga just to find out who we are. It needs a detox. Sometimes you don't want to be friends with somebody that you've been friends with for a very long time. You might need a little space or maybe you've outgrown a relationship that needs to be detoxed as well, you know? And I think we need to take step back and take an inventory of all of that. So I think you can learn so much on your skin that you can then apply to your soul. I love that. But I also wonder if there is a part of it that's a bit of a snowball effect. Because when you start really taking care of your skin, you usually see results 
pretty quickly. You look a little bit brighter. You don't look so, you know, dehydrated, fine lines. And it gives you momentum to take that into other areas. Whereas, you know, you start working out, it's going to be a hot minute before you really see and feel results. So I I think it's a great way to get a quick win that can then kind of propel you forward into going, oh, wait, no, taking care of myself. It does matter. It, It does have an effect. Yes. I'm always looking for a quick win. About a quick win because you put on a cream, you instantly look better and, yes. and more moisturized and more glowing. So I like that it's a quick, gratifying win, right? And you're right. It's a, soul work is a lot of, it, it, it's time. It takes yeah. time, but it's well worth the investment. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go through some really yucky stuff, right? Like when you, st- when you start the whole meditation thing and thinking about deeper things, sometimes you run into things you're like, Ooh, don't really want to think about that. Right. Right. So there's, there's a, a, a bit of a painful part to some of it. Well, even I would say with skincare as well, yeah. we, you know, whenever people come in for facials, we often say your skin may purge, meaning that you may see some more breakouts you know, surface, but you have to get through the bad to get to the good. Yeah. We always say that. So again, there's that metaphor of your skincare that, yes, sometimes some something that's not as attractive may come up, but don't, just you wait. It's so that something beautiful can. That's a good analogy for everything, isn't it? Yes. Love that. So what is your favorite or what are a couple of your favorite beauty rituals or self-care rituals, what can you not do without? Mm, Well, I've already told you about my morning mist ritual and my Mm -hmm. nightly cleansing ritual. So let me graduate from those rituals and talk a little bit about, I love waking up in the morning and um, doing an inner uh, essence meditation. And this is in the book as well. It's called the inner essence meditation where I just sit with just me you know, and I do breath work. Um, have you ever heard of breath work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So breath work, it's very good for your skin and for your whole lung and respiratory system just to get it going. And then I do Kundalini yoga. Do you know, have Uh you heard of Kundalini yoga? Yeah. So for those who haven't, it's, I like to describe it as your brilliant energy, um, and creativity and intuition. Just it's, it's the yoga that brings that out. Um, I even call it a feminine energy where it's like, you're getting really in touch with your creative force, with your intuitive force. And so I do a lot of spinal stretches. I do a lot of twists to get the energy twists and detox going, um, neck rolls and some meditation. So that's something that I enjoy doing. That's a little, is that, does that sound like something too esoteric? Cause it only takes me 11 minutes. No, gosh, no, not at all. Not at all. So this is an interesting idea though, because you're a busy woman, mm-hmm. right? So you have two spas in New York. Is that right? Yeah. A skincare line. You wrote a book. You've got your planner. Yes. You're a mom. Yes. I'm a mom. I have a wonderful significant other um, and I have my daughter and I have a dog and I live in New York City. So I call it gorgeous chaos. Um, And I have a lot of employees who really depend on me for a paycheck. So there's a lot on top of it. There's a lot of pressure sometimes. So I find that if I do not plug into me, 
And if I do not take care of this, that this, what I call our body temple and my mental well-being and my, um, just my self-care, I am not a good boss to people. I, I'm, I have a shorter fuse for my daughter and I want to show up my best for them. But in order to do that, I have to fill my cup. And I've learned that. I am very clear that if the car is empty, <laughs> it does not get anywhere. So I make sure that I, and, or you could say, if your iPhone is not charged, it's not going to work. (laughs) So that's how I look at it. I'm like, I got to get charged. I've got to get in touch with my radiance, inner outer radiance so that I have, I can handle any challenge that comes my way. Cause at any given moment, there might be a challenge that might throw me off kilter, whatever that is, whether that's my daughter walking, daughter walking in and saying, mom, I forgot my school uniform. I need you to take me, blah, blah, blah. Or, and I'm late for meeting, I can handle that. Okay, let me prioritize. Whereas if I didn't have, if my tank were not full, I might freak out and get nervous and anxious, you know? It's a daily thing, Jennifer. It really is a daily thing. Do not think for one second that you just, you fill your your car on a Tuesday and for the rest of the year, it's full. You got to do it. If you're driving a lot and we drive, metaphorically, we drive a lot. um, You got to do it every day. So I'm just sitting here thinking about the fact that there are some women who seem to be able to fit everything in plus the self-care and some women who don't seem to be able to fit it all in, including the self-care. And I think it's very easy to go, well, she has a different life. She, She, you know, there is something about her where she has that time that I don't. Yes. I'll tell you what it is. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yes, yes, I want to, because you're so wise. I want to learn. I want to hear every word you have to say, Jennifer. I think it's the woman that prioritizes those 10 minutes. You just said that. That then the rest of the day runs a little bit smoother. You know, I know my listeners know I am a nutcase about like meal planning, right? I, every week. My, my kids can tell you every day what we are eating for dinner because it is on a board in my kitchen. Because if I don't, we eat poorly. We eat out a lot. I I make whatever I can. It's like tacos or spaghetti, right? Because I know I'm always going to have those ingredients on hand. But if I take that 10 minutes, 20 minutes a week, and I plan, we try new recipes. We're not scrambling at dinner time. We're not ordering dumb takeout that didn't taste that good and wasn't that healthy for you and cost more than it should have. We're not doing those things. And I think there's something about self-care that is the same idea, that when you start with that, all of a sudden the other things fall into place a little bit more. So I'm going to challenge myself because I am a little bit more of a sporadic self-care. You know, I do the skincare, I, I, I do the things that I that I need to do, but I, then I'm sporadically meditating. I'm sporadically doing breath work. And I wonder... If I actually do it every day, will I find that I have time to do it every day? You know what I'm saying? That if I have time, all of a sudden it's not, oh, how can I fit this in? Oh, I haven't done it. Oh, I've just been so busy. I'll get back to it. Okay. Well, I, you know, it's so funny that you said that that's what your answer was. That's exactly what I was going to say. I like to challenge women to not say, I don't have time. I like for people, because we all have time, we all, it's just how we choose to spend the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that instead of saying, I don't have the time, we need to get into the habit of saying, I didn't prioritize this. 
I prioritize this because if you, if it's a priority, you trust me, you will get it done. Yeah. So I think Jennifer, I think a lot of women have what you just said as their big challenge. I, I, it's not, there's no consistency, right? Mm-hmm. They'll do it one day and then they won't do it another day. So that's why I always say, start with the Monday minute and make it something magical. Just, I, I would challenge you, Jennifer, tonight, when you wash your face, just make it a little bit more special, a little bit more, just a little bit more by being present. And it's all about you being present. And then that'll make you more present for tomorrow morning. You'll say, oh, I had Angela on as a guest. Let me do her morning mist. And then you'll put it on and maybe you'll massage your face a little bit differently. You know, we've got 3000 nerve receptors in our fingertips alone. Touch your face, enjoy the feeling of touch and the aromas. And then maybe when you vacuum the next time, you'll say, I remember, yeah, I can make this more meditative. I think people think meditation is like, I've got to sit down in a white robe and like meditate. (laughs) Am I going to see stars? No, you can meditate when you're vacuuming. You can meditate when you're walking. You can, it's just breathing. It's being conscious of your breath, which is a hundred percent accessible, a hundred percent free. We all have it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to challenge myself to take 10 minutes a day. I have okay. 10 minutes. Okay. If that means that I scroll Twitter five minutes less in the morning and TikTok five minutes less at night, right? I've yes. got 10 minutes. We yes. all have 10 minutes. So I'm going to challenge myself to do that, Yeah, to do something that sets me up for success. And I want to challenge our listeners to do the same thing. If you're one of those women who's like, I just don't have time for that. I don't have time for me. I always say we have to take time because I'm, I'm the same I'm of the same belief that you are. We all have the same 24 hours, right? Yeah. But I think when we say I have to make time for myself, making time sounds really stressful. Making time sounds like I have to make sure everything else is okay. No, I'm just going to take the time. I'm just going to take it. It's 10 minutes. I can do that. Prioritize. All right. So getting back to skincare for a minute as we're wrapping up, I shared with our Style Circle members that you were coming on the show and they had a few questions. Are you up for it? Yes, I'm so on for it. Okay. The biggest one was rosacea. The first person who asked the question, she asked her question, which I'm going to read you in a minute. And then underneath it, it was, yes, rosacea, yes. What What do I do? And and this is clearly something that a lot of women are struggling with that. So um, the question is, all things rosacea, cleansing, exfoliating, what are some products I should stay away from or what are products that trigger rosacea? Mm. Well, a lot of things trigger rosacea. It could be fragrances. And actually, let me back out a little bit and take it further from um, a look back out from skincare. Uh, We see a lot of rosacea clients and they, um, the weather can inflame it. Stress can inflame it big time. So you want to stay away from those types of, we can't stay away from the weather inclements, but stress. Or stress. Yeah, but you could lessen stress. I really believe you can. You want to stay away from things that irritate you, your inside, right? Um, And then for the outside, I think stripping away any unnecessary synthetic fragrances. There can be a lot of toxic ingredients that can be very irritating to the skin. For me, parabens, which is is a preservative, was very irritating for my skin. I have eczema. So um, you want to stay away from that. I would stay away from harsh exfoliants as well. Um, Physical exfoliants can be very rough 
on the skin, which can inflame and, um, you know, get the rosacea to be more irritated. So we have a pearl cleansing cream, which was specifically formulated for rosacea clients. It's very gentle. It's very soft cleanser. So you don't want to strip away the oils that you need for your skin. And you just want something that's gentle and milky for a cleanser. Okay. Good, good answer. All right. Second question is any product you would recommend for lightening age spots on the face? Any product. Okay. Well, do you mind if I recommend Saver Beauty products? Because that's No, go right ahead. Go right ahead. So the pumpkin serum that you received, um, Jennifer, um, as a gift for you, um, it has uh, uh, rosehip oil, which has been proven scientifically to lessen dark spots. So, and we also have a pumpkin lactic acid peel, which smells like a pumpkin pie. And so lactic acid, what it does is it kind of eats that top layer. So anytime I'm out in the sun and I get this fresh layer of freckles, I'll use a pumpkin peel to lightly, gently exfoliate that top layer of brown spots off. Okay. All right. And on a, on a, on a practical level, I would say a good old floppy hat <laughs> for the sun. And staying out of the sun is really important because that's what aggravates those brown spots. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Next question is, I'm in my mid-50s and developing dry, flaky spots on my face. Am I missing a nutrient or is this just normal? Mm, yeah, it's normal. This is hormonal changes, right? And so as we go through your skin, uh, well, let me say this. So when you're in your 20s, your skin exfoliates itself. The cellular turnover happens every 28 days. When you're 30, 40, 50, as, as we gain wisdom years, that's what I like to say, call it, okay. our skin starts to slow down to 45 days, 60 days of cellular renewal. So you want to exfoliate gently that top layer. You can get monthly facials to help with the exfoliation so that you're literally turning back the clock. And then hydration is going to be key for her because once she exfoliates, now you want to uh, really make that fresh layer dewy, dewier, and dewiest with moisture. So I would recommend for her a serum first. Um, We have a red raspberry nourishing serum. We call it the Lime Diminishing Oil. It's got vitamin E, so it's very nourishing for the skin. And then layering on, I like to put on the truffle face cream, which is rich in vitamin B to restore the skin's luminosity. Okay. And then our last question, we've talked about this a little bit, but what is the story on exfoliating, which you sort of addressed, but she says, I feel like my skin is oily, but still has a dry layer. I'm not sure if it needs more moisture or more exfoliation. Mm, That's such a great question. Oh my goodness. Okay. She would, I would say she has what we call dehydrated skin. So dehydrated is when, and this happened to me when I was in Thailand the other, like last month, it's so humid out, but my skin is very dry. So I didn't know what to do. And I, what I did to solve this is, um, do the morning mist. You take just a little bit of the pumpkin serum and then spritz it three or four times with the toning mist, massage it vigorously on your palms, and then you just put it on. So you're putting on a moisturizing water. Okay. So it's not clogging your pores, but it's getting deep into your pores, into your epidermis to hydrate. 
because that's what her skin needs. It needs, there's a layer that's oily, but it's also dehydrated. So she needs those nutrients to be delivered so that it can solve and, and moisturize the dry skin without clogging the pores. Okay. That is great advice. Before we wrap up, can you share where to find you on the, the old internet? And I know that I I think you've got something special for our listeners, right? Can you tell them about that as well? Okay. Yes, I will. So saverbeauty.com, S-A-V-O-R beauty.com. Go there and you can um, shop any of the products I just mentioned. You can also sign up for our mailing list where we send out weekly emails with beauty tips from me and my estheticians, my team of estheticians. And, um, You can also go to RadicalRadiance.com, and if you purchase a book, you can upload the receipt to the link that says Virtual Goodie Bag. And when you do that, you'll automatically get a gift valued at $350, which includes my um, masterclass on manifesting. It includes some rituals, minute rituals. To get to go from not feeling great to glowing in one minute, um, some glow recipes that I've created. So you can go there and upload that and you'll get the gift. Um, and also follow me on Instagram. That's where I play the most. Angela Gia, J-I-A, Kim. All right. We will have all of those links in the show notes. If oh, oh and if you do, I'm sorry, Jennifer, I was going to mention, if you do upload the receipt, you'll also get a $25 gift card to saverbeauty.com. So you can try one of those products that we've been talking about. All right. So we will have all the links in the show notes. If you are driving, if you are vacuuming, you don't have to stop. We'll have it all there on our website for you. So I always ask this last question for busy women who are going to take all in, take in what we talked about, and then remember one thing. What would you like that one thing that our, our listeners really take away from our conversation today to be? Treat your skin and your soul like the most expensive silk on earth. I just want to thank Angela again for her time and sharing her wisdom with us. I hope our conversation inspires you to find even tiny ways to bring a little more mindfulness to your day. Don't forget to head to the show notes on our website for the links to everything we talked about today. While you're there, join the style circle or sign up to get our free mini capsule wardrobe guide that shows you how to make a month of outfits out of just 10 pieces. It's just a little taste of what we do each season. I will see you next time. And until then, remember, your everyday matters. So get dressed for it. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening today. If you're loving the Everyday Style School podcast, I'd like to invite you to become a member of the Style Circle. It's our monthly all-access membership that gives you everything we create to make style easy so you can save time and money, have easier mornings, and more confidence all day long. You get our seasonal capsule wardrobe guides, all of the master classes we offer, and our exclusive members-only podcast, The Everyday Style School Extra Credit. Plus, you're invited to the Facebook community where you can get even more style support and inspiration. I would love to get to know you and support your style journey. It's just $19 a month, less than the cost of a clearance shirt you're never going to wear. Come join me and make your everyday style easier.